We named it after our star attraction. Shady nasties. Shit dynasties, asshole. Okay. Podcast is back on. This time it's going to be a little different, though. Instead of me hosting, I'm actually not going to be part of this. I'm about to drop off and leave it to two bitter rivals to give us a little playoff preview. So, um, so bye, guys. Teddy, Sam, y'all are Get out. Get out, out, James. (laughs) Nobody wants you, cheater. All right. I wouldn't say we're bitter rivals. This is a very oh, we're not bitter rivals. I think we're just the embodiment embodiment of competition. Like you can want to beat somebody to a bloody pulp, but also cheer them on to win against other people. Like yeah, we're sportsmen. We're coxmen. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's Thank all you. it is. If the league could take this mindset, if James would just treat other people like human beings instead of trying to bend them over every time. Whatever. I mean, honestly, the, it w- this is why I'm always – this is why I lose every other match, just so I can beat him so he feels worse about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally my goal in life. I feel like the league is sl- slowly starting to, to turn on Tyler more than we're turning on James, though. But That's actually a topic I wanted to either bring up today or on a future pod because it, it's built perfectly. He's become <laughs> – like the Darth Vader of all this thing. We need a villain. James yeah. is James is kind of phasing out. Like he's yeah. an old villain, you know? Yeah. And the writing's on the wall. For, the writing's on the wall for Billy. Griffey's still too like nice to be the bad guy. He kind of just he's like happy to be here. James yep. almost missed the playoffs. You you fucking choke all the time. So for you getting in the playoffs is probably scarier than actually missing it. So Facts. Yeah, I, uh, Ty is definitely the guy that we're eventually going to start um, turning on. And I've looked back and I was just like, damn, you know what? James has maybe a point. Some of these trades were shit. They were I gave him the, he, Yeah, I gave him the benefit of the doubt when I was dealing with him. I was like, you know what? Because you were coming from such a horrible place and we need to kind of build someone up to, to compete against, <laughs> against James and Billy. I just didn't think he would become what he is now. Yeah, we created this monster. Yep, we did honestly, this. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's all right. Hold yeah. on, sweetheart. So for the qu- quick agenda, we're going to keep it a little lighter, a little more on the football focus and kind of do a quick recap of last week and then focus on playoff matchups. Probably yep. a half hour, give or take, and then we'll yeah. rally up next week and, and kind of dive into pickles and sandwiches and all that nonsense yeah half time of the playoff matchups sounds good all right all right i'll give the uh two minute boomer fastest two minutes whatever recap let's go top down we had uh myself against kenny it's just not fun to recap kenny games he put up a respectable 109 this week i think maybe as high in the last three years still got dick stomped by 50 points um no real playoff implications uh what we got next tyler the evil empire against andrew beat him by 120 enough said you know i've replayed the system we got james and kevin big win for kevin doesn't matter james still in the playoffs right uh 103 120 but that does Uh, showed some of those cracks that we've been talking about with james he's he's no longer that guy that 
when he's him scoring 103 wasn't even like what it was kind of like you know what he's done it a few times this year yeah he's he's like the uh the patriots once they already had like five or six super bowls like you can't even hate him anymore right tom brady's like james is getting old like why not let him get a few more right you know know? (laughs) it's not early tom brady but um i'm gonna skip the game of the week for the end we got uh ben and david that was just a dumpster fire 96 91 ben taking a dub okay you know you taking the dub over billy i like some people coming you kevin and Ben, all showing out in the last week, doesn't mean anything at all. Nothing Absolutely changed nothing. in draft position. <laughs> I'm ha- Look, I'm so happy it meant nothing because the, the one person that I, for some random reason, I have this fandom for is Billy, just because he <laughs> he has this passion to just hate on anything, James. So I'm glad that I was able to win, but it didn't really mean anything in the long run. Yeah, Billy's but leading the charge against James. I love that it. game. Because it came down to so like so fine margins, there were like so many instances that could have easily led to Maher, who was his kicker, that was playing that night to score multiple points. But the yeah. Cowboys went for two, I think, a couple times. A field goal got blocked. A touchdown by the defense got called back. That would have led to another PAT. So this could have easily been in his favor. It's the closest game in Dynasty, should Dynasty history, 142.16 to 0.02. Closest game ever. I mean, that's like a half yard by any of these guys. It's, I Neither of you guys started a head coach. Granted, it was a meaningless game. Right. <laughs> I, I picked right. up the Browns defense on a whim. I, of course, like looking looking at it, this shouldn't have, it shouldn't have been this close. I had Bryce Perkins starting. For no reason. I didn't know if Justin Fields was even going to play. Um, Walker ended up getting hurt pretty early in this game. So all my big hitters didn't really weren't looking good. And it just kind of worked for me. I mean, if I'm just looking at your half of this game, I don't understand how you win this. So you got respectable fields. You got half of a point from Vice Perkins, 3.6 <laughs> from KW3. Najee got nine. Ayuk seven. Like you, you point oh three from Jeff Wilson. Like, right. <laughs> where did these points come from? How did you get 140? It's half of it's from the defense. A strategic play, my friend. Hey, Amen. Just, just <laughs> we'll call it like it is. Call it like it is. Billy gave it All to right. him. He called the dog. Right. You can't be mad though. Like I don't even think Billy's mad that you won. When you play it correctly and you're a yeah. sportsman, people don't get mad. I'll take it. Um, and then the last game of the week, this is the big one. So everything was on the line, yep. kind of how you want to see it. Yep. Uh, where we go, Griffey and Keenan, uh, winner gets in losers out and projections were holding the whole time. That was going to be pretty close back yeah. and forth. Where's our final on this. Let me pull it up. Griffey, someone pulled an upset. I mean, he won 146, 169. That's 30 points. And, and it it's a- started off pretty strong for, uh, Keenan with, um, with the 30 burger from Hertz. So I'm thinking, you know what? The way everything, if everyone else just kind of puts what they need to do, you I think he was gonna be pretty comfortable. But 170 from from Griffey in a clutch, in a clutch matchup. Yeah. Did any of his guys bust? I mean, maybe Cordero. Uh, 
Hawk, Hawkinson, 5'3", Cordell Patterson, 6. But, I mean, yeah, a, other than that, you, you match the 30 with Burrow puts his own 30. So, yeah, it, the thing is, you think 170 is going to get you a win, but when you're talking Billy and Tyler and even James, right. like 170 is going to be the average in the playoffs. We got yeah. juggernauts. That's yeah. Um, we built one of them. We built one. We created this monster. <laughs> now we have to live with it. We'll tear him down. We just got to stick Billy on him. That's all we oh, got to do. Course, you know, just turn the hate. Um, sorry, Tyler. It's it's all in fun. Um, if they're not I, hating, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. Nobody hates Kenny. Kenny not. hasn't won a game in three years. Look, Kenny might be the next one to get built up. Let's see how good Bijan is. We can do it. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's let's uh, let's check out the playoff. You got anything you want to say about last week's matchups? Are we good? Um, I, I, so if we're talking to the – End of the end of the season. Who who's coming into it in good form? It looks like Griffey. Who who has a win streak? Who has a losing streak? Like what do, what do those look like? Yeah, Griffey. Griffey finished strong. Keenan finished strong, I believe. Oh, here we go. Tyler won seven. Seven Griffey in one three. Teddy won five. Longest streak besides Tyler. Yeah. Hey, man, look. Trent Richardson with five straight. It, if you look back, this is literally how every season for me goes. I start off horrible, and for some dumb reason, instead of tanking my position, once I'm eliminated is when players on my team start. And I think part of it is once, like the whole tanking thing, I just can't do. I, I like to be active in – in the league and in the waiver wire. So I randomly get defenses or kickers that end up doing something. Because you're an honest man. Yeah, you're an honest man. man. You're a sportsman. If we look at – so you had 25 – no, I was 25. You had 21 moves on the year. Tyler had three. How are you going to have three waiver moves <laughs> on the entire year? Uh, we don't want to – just yeah. open that can of worms. To be fair, the longest active streak is 10 in a row Sheesh. for Kenny Sewell. Kenny lost 10 in a row. <laughs> uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, I think you were going hottest and then Griffey played his way in. Um, but I think the favorite, I mean, it's got to be Tyler. Just yeah, roster top to bottom. It, he's scoring for fun. Like, I think for him, his bench is outscoring people's starting lineups comfortably um it's yeah just... i mean let's see billy actually scored more points five more points in the year 2077 to 2072 yeah um, but if you go ideal points the thing is billy i don't think has any real depth none. but his his starting lineup is just so tough and it's it's, it's a set and forget for him he could have guys on yeah. by and still be comfortable against everyone outside the playoffs Billy won the championship a couple years ago with only one starting quarterback as he was so stacked. Um, yeah, Tyler beat him by 100-plus points in ideal lineup. Tyler, Tyler is stacked. Hold on. Billy is one bad injury away from maybe losing in the first round. But here's the, That's the thing about Billy, though. I think he's got, he's got that high end that he it, – it, like, but his guys can literally just flip a switch. Because – 
he scored 140 off of no one really doing anything. Yeah, I mean, that, that's his baseline. Like, that's a low game. Right. Let's see. We'll look at the matchup. We'll start with Billy. Billy and Griffey. I think the world's going for Griffey, right? He's our he's our Cinderella story that's, right now. That's what we want because he is what we – he. it's like – I feel like it's basically the the – the Tyler story versus the Griffey story. How do you build yeah. up the team? Do you do it gradually through the draft correctly, just building up through the wire, doing the right moves, or do you just tank it away and then just buy in that one year? I mean, he did it the right way. The problem is that he's got a, he gave up. I think he traded Ben, got Thielen. Zeke, a couple older people that aren't going to be around for a long time. So I don't know if Griffey has staying power, just kind of looking at his lineup. Yeah, but um, I don't think he's all in to the same effect where it's going to impact him. And maybe takes it, maybe it opens his window a little bit more, but I don't necessarily think it hurts him in the long run. Whereas nah. the guys that have gone all in in the past in our league have sold off everything and crippled themselves and it doesn't work out. Yeah. Gr- Griffey, I think, will probably be in, like, that mid-range status for the next couple of years. Where did he finish? 17-20. So, 300 points on the year behind the lead dogs. I mean, 80 points behind me. He was 200 points above you. So, I think he's kind of in that middle tier. Yeah. Um, but he didn't give up draft picks. Like, he still got his firsts, I think. So, he can, he can reload when Thielen retires, when Zeke's gone. Um. But, I mean, Billy's strong. We got Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, somewhat of a wash. But then we're Heineke and John Whopper. Just, yeah, who cares? That's what's happened this year. Like, (laughs) you're literally – the fact that both Billy and James had had to go in and try to find quarterbacks, not just for bye weeks, but to actually start on a regular basis, is a theme that's, that's kind of attacked the league this year. And that they're still winning, even <laughs> in spite of it. It's a uh, move to Superflex next year, though. Yeah, I don't know how much is that going to change things, though. It'll probably change the way people attack. Uh, like the way the draft is going to be is going to mimic the way this past draft was. Where in the past, Malik Willis doesn't drop as far as he does because no. anyone that is sitting on the fence with two quarterbacks, maybe is definitely going to spend a top 10 pick on them easily. This year, it looked like oh, we're going to get the BPA guys, regardless of if this guy's going to gonna go. Like, in the past, we probably would have had Matt Corral drafted in the second. <laughs> Didn't it, it feel like we kind of overcorrected. Like, in the early drafts, people with the top five picks were all quarterbacks. People overvalued quarterbacks. And then Billy started showing you don't necessarily have to have them. And now we kind of start undervaluing. I think when we move to Superflex, even da- the quarterbacks are shot in the dark in the draft. Yeah. Like, Trevor Lawrence, that's, good. That's, like Fields, is- Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Like, you don't know. You don't. And that's why that's how these teams at the top were so strong for so long. While people are reaching for these quarterbacks that may not start for the year, they're going out and getting Jamar Chase. Or Bingo. Travis Etienne or uh, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. You know, like those guys end up dropping. Well, you know, gr- granted, 
some of those guys aren't necessarily in the top five position in the draft and just end up booming. But if you're at the end of the first round and three or four quarterbacks get picked, now you take you have a position player that should be in the top top five, top eight dropping to you. And with how active trades are, people should just take best player available. You need a quarterback, yeah. fuck it. Take Jamar Chase and flip him down the road. And I think that's kind of what we're going to start seeing. And I think I like the new blood, too. Uh, like, when I joined the league, um, it, it I feel like the trades have ramped up in urgency. Like, they used to happen, but they were kind of – like, there wasn't really a lot of talk. But I'll see a trade happen. It's like, oh, I was actually talking to that person about that player. Like, a lot more feelers are being put out there. Where in the past, it was like, oh, that just kind of happened in a vacuum, and it's, it's, it's going – so, oh yeah, somebody offers you something, you didn't take that player, and you and you kind of feel them out to everyone else, see what else you can get. Right. It's uh, it's it's not like before where James would send you an offer, you had no other choice. You trade with James, or you or you don't trade at all. Right. Um, I'm fully expecting Kevin to just come out of his shell this year and just go go crazy because he's got a strong enough core that if he takes a pretty wild approach, he might be able to jump into that top five tier. You just you just need a swinger's chance. How much are you going to leverage? The thing about fantasy football is you can't wait. Because no. think about how solid um, Jonathan Taylor as a player was coming into the year, right? Everyone had him the de facto number one. Easy number one. And one tweak happens. If that's the guy you were riding with, your entire team kind of takes takes a hit. So if you're not if you're not you don't have a team as strong as James is, you're crippled now. Yeah. You get so, you you if you have any type of chance, you gotta go for it. Yeah, you you have to. It's it, it, it things change way too quickly. And that's kind of part of the reason I was like, you know what? The timetable for me with Herbert and um Pittman and whatever random cast of characters that I had, I didn't have any real ammunition to do anything outside of stay in purgatory. I was going to, I was going to basically be between six and 10. I wasn't going to be bad enough to, to suck, to get by John. And I wasn't going to be good enough to beat you to get into the playoffs. That was my rationale. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to sell, see what I can get. And the only reason, the only reason people say that I did, I could have gotten more for Herbert from Ty is because he had more. But in a yeah. realistic in a realistic setting, how often is somebody going to be able to offer the value that I got? Yeah, I mean, all right. To be fair, you said the purgatory you were going to end up in is exactly where you ended up. You just have more picks now, <laughs> and that's the that's the thing. Before <laughs> I wouldn't have had the picks. I would have had maybe what late seconds and thirds because I would have been probably I would have made some move to deal with James and send him, you know cooks or something i would have probably traded ridley to you or andrew or some some random thing to do just to get some value but realistically i wouldn't have had the volume that i that i got out of the moves that i made uh last year to be fair there's probably five to ten players that are worth three firsts Mahomes, allen herbert maybe jefferson like there's not a lot but i think three firsts is probably the asking price you could have got for herbert I, Tyler is the fantasy Bitcoin billionaire. 
He got in when everyone had this for idea sure. that you got to sell, you got to sell, you got to sell. So he was dishing out seconds and pulling in first round players. And then everyone woke up to it. He cashed out and now he's living on a yacht somewhere with some Russian heiress. But good for him. He I, uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I think what the world doesn't, I guess we're glad that we got Tyler and James in the first round. Yeah. One of them's going to go out, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to see both of them in the final. Um, I don't necessarily want to see Billy win. I, I think, yeah, the whole world's on on Griffey. I think Griffey's he's the only in Morocco good guy. right now. He's the yeah. only good guy. In the playoffs, <laughs> he's the only decent honest. person. He's the, oh, and he just he just welcomed the, welcomed the kid into the world. Like we have to we have to cheer for Griffey at this point. If you've ever met oh, the guy, yeah. he's the nicest guy ever. He's super cool, and he he's he did it the right way. Yeah. Everyone else is corrupt um, I, in this in this playoffs. I don't see it happening. Billy's got one, two, three, four players that are averaging over 18. Josh Allen, Austin Eckler, Devontae yeah. and Jefferson are the one and three receivers. I mean, Waddles at 13, Ramon at four. Like most of his roster scores over like 14 points a game. Granted, you're right, the bench is horrendous. His best player on the bench is the Jets defense or Taysom Hill. But we'll see. You never know. It's one week. So, like, oh, wait, no, it's a two-week playoff. Yeah, it is a two-week playoff. Uh, yeah, there's no chance. I, I As much as I want to see it, it's going to be Billy. I, I just – I bet Tyler's Bitcoin on it. There's, there's, there's no chance over two weeks. Unless somebody gets hurt. Jet and Devontae both go down something. Yeah, I think – We'll we'll have to see what it how how much is it going to hurt um, not having that second quarterback for the first week for for Billy. Uh, well, he's got Heineke, Walford, Griffey doesn't have a second quarterback, and Billy's got Stafford on the bench. Oh, I here's the one. Yeah, it's not looking good for our boy, but you never know. That's why they play We're these looking, Yeah, it's just two weeks. It's tough. Um, all right, James Tyler. This one, projections are showing a two-point favorite to <clears throat> Tyler. But this one, this one's a lot closer. James, to be fair, James did get destroyed by injuries this oh, year. Yes. yes like he did. bad. Yeah, Bateman, Ertz, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup. Like anybody he touched that caught a pass, he got hit by. Um, let's see if we're looking at their teams, we've got Herbert, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins on a lot of flashy quarterbacks. It's kind of dirty quarterbacks. That just shows like everyone, you don't have to have a good quarterback. Nori, you got to leave, sweetie. No. Yeah. It's the tricky one for this, I think comes down to. Just who doesn't stink it up? Yeah. It's, it's just don't have a bad week. You don't have to score 200. Just don't have like a 120 week. Problem. The problem, though, is Ty hasn't had bad weeks. Like even his bad weeks are what? Mid, like 160? I'll tell you. Uh, I got it pulled up right here. Let's see. Paris Campbell. Ooh, 
Yeah, 140 was a down week. 125, but yeah, 140 is kind of what it looks like for the floor and 200 for the ceiling. You know, so over two weeks, you just can't suck. If you go 150, 160, and 150, 160, you'll be good. Just don't put up a 120 because you're not going to score 200. Yeah. But uh, I'm look, looking at it objectively, it I, I don't I don't think this is going to be that close. I just uh, think one team is coming into this hot, and a lot of the players on Ty's team are playing hot. The, the few guys are injury concerns, but realistically, they're actually putting up numbers. You've got guys like Kirk and T. Higgins are balling. Josh Palmer benefits from all those guys getting hurt in LA. CD Lamb is finally living up to the billing. You know? Oh, yeah. And CD Lamb's number six. Five, one, one. one. Yeah. Right. And then you've got on the other end, as much as a good, a big name Deshaun is, as a quarterback, he's still working rust off on a yeah. rushing team. Joe Mixon is just coming back from a concussion. It and that team question already, mark right, and I haven't really seen Mark Andrews from the early in the season come out. Whereas Kelsey has been undoubtedly just a monster. So it's you 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 need James's team to overperform to keep this close over a two week stretch. I don't see. James's reign going on much longer. I mean, Kyler and Deshaun are still like kind of head cases, both of them. Derrick Henry's got a lot of tread on the tires, getting old. Joe Mixon good. Keenan Allen, old. Godwin, who knows without Brady. Mark Andrews should be good, but Fournette, old. Jonathan Taylor, question marks. Thomas, meh. Ertz is 40 years old. Cup is almost 30. James went all in, and I appreciate that, but now he's got to rebuild. Yeah, but and, he, again, he's got he he's one of those guys like throughout this entire league that I've been a part of it. He hasn't ever gone all in and left himself naked. He he's always had his part his practice squad to get draft picks from or um, take players off his squad. So like Ben being there early on and being able to have Ben's first round pick is pretty much keeping it to where he can't he could realistically lose and still be able to maybe flip some of those guys and have a quick rebuild unless he takes stroud and that's a to me a 50 50 shot with a quarterback in the first round he could suck he's gonna go to a shitty team knowing you know james he'll probably trade back before getting a quarterback that early the the thing that helped james is he cashed in he had, he had foresight early in the league that picks were valuable. Yeah. And every trade he made, he picked up a second, right? That people thought were worthless. Half of our best players were second round picks. Like yeah. he picked up a lot of late round, like late first, second round picks, flipped those in. Everyone else was throwing them away. They thought second round picks were worthless. James collected every trade he made. He at least made sure he got some sort of draft capital. Now that that's starting to run out a bit, right? I think he's got like one or two picks, maybe two this year. The number three See, pick, but yeah, he's you know I have all the picks and and all that, so so I you're just know. dart throw. 
you, you're assuming you're only going to hit 50%, but like you oh, got enough darts. And that's pretty much my rationale when I came into the league. Cause it's, you're one of my first, I think my first pick might've been like Zay Jones or something, you know? So, and that was, I think in that draft, um, who I think Cooper Cup went in the third. To be so, fair. You, you know, you can, it's, it's tough to, there's not a lot of, um, guaranteed guys teddy you're gonna be competing next year fields will be good Najee, we hope kenneth walker's great garrett wilson's great Ayuk's on the up and up lockett's so good fryer moose one of the top tight ends well brian robinson looks pretty good aj Dillon maybe take over ridley will be back like you got pieces all you got to do is hit on two of those draft picks and then package the other four and bring in some sort of ju- maybe just hey man stop stop, stop. <laughs> Stop giving away the the stop giving away the, the secret sauce. sauce. All right, yeah, we, yeah, we can yeah. talk about that after the draft, but it's all a long play. Like like David said last week, there's a lot of consulting that goes on here. This isn't this wasn't random. All right, a lot of the moves, some sacrifices were made. Yes, I will concede some of the moves did look kind of oof, but at the end of the day, I bought the dip on Najee because realistically second year player who would have been unthought of to trade. And again, it's one of those, you got to go in when you think you got a chance. Najee being, being as horrible as he was early in the year. You say something like that last year. It's like, bro, this is a first round pick getting volume. So, but you have enough picks where you can afford, you stockpiled enough. You can afford to to take a player like that. So Um, I think it's just going to be interesting to see what I'm, I'm more interested in Kevin because I think he's, whereas I think some of my picks, maybe I could have gotten a better route. He, I, I honestly think he hasn't really missed and he hasn't given up or he hasn't deviated at all from his, his approach. Whereas I've kind of made some moves just to shake things up. Cause I'm, I like to see things burn. He's been very consistent. I, uh, I see this league flipping in maybe two. I think next, like Tyler's going to be good for a while, but like James, Billy, they don't really have depth or picks. Their players are getting older. Like two years, they're going to flip teams like you, like Kevin, like even Keenan. Those teams are going to be at the top. I think I think Andrew and Ben and Kenny are kind of going to be in the dumpster for a while. Yeah. But uh, I think they we're going to see though. the league. The league hasn't flipped. It's been pretty static for the whole, like, whatever, 10 years we've been doing it. I think in two years, we're going to kind of see it on turned upside down, so which is what I want. So what are you going to do? Are you just going to stay in this random realm where you might make the playoffs? Because I feel like you're not in a weird position where you have to really deviate too much. But also, do you have any assets to really work with? Patty Mahomes didn't go anywhere. DeAndre Swift, Tony Pollard, good. Amon Ross, super young. Debo, young. Pacheco looks good. But yeah, you, other than that, I'm getting old. Like you have Tyreek Hill's getting old. You have Mike a Williams. third. I got no picks. You have no <laughs> picks, and you have a team that is probably a, a one home run hitter away. But you, it's like, how do you acquire that piece? Well. To be fair, I traded a first for Derek Carr, and then to make room, I cut Taylor Heineke. All yeah. said and done, I'd rather keep my first and keep damn Heineke. Carr's the number 13 quarterback, but I'm not winning anything. You need a damn pick back. Right. So, exactly. um, 
Yeah, I think I think it's going to be interesting. It, but that's what it is. It's hitting on one of those picks, getting Cooper Cup in the third, like or J- Justin Jefferson in the late first. Like you hit one of those, and it changes your team. Yeah, it's twenty points a game. So your, your team is strong. It's just young. that you have you you have a clear ceiling mm-hmm. that the other guys is it's closer to the other guys' floor. <laughs> but your that but that's the disparity of this league is. A bad week is 140 for those guys, whereas a good week for me early in the year would have been 120. Yeah, yeah, and that's I think... kind of that. That's that's the gray area. And then the t- the fact that only four teams make the playoff is like you could be really good and end up right outside the window. Like poor Keenan, <laughs> poor Keenan. Man, I was rooting for him. Like when I traded him, um, Pittman, I literally was like, you have players. The fact that Kamara didn't show up for him this year and he still was able to be where he was was impressive. You know, but yeah, I the world the world needs to see Billy and Tyler. If you look at points scored, just consistency over the year, they've been by far and away one oh, yeah. A and one B. You know, like James is the aging guy that gets one last shot. He's Tom Brady last year. We got the darling, the Atlanta Falcons over here with Griffey, <laughs> but like the world needs to see Billy beat Tyler. And then, you know, the league can flip around. We'll get some new blood in next year. It's I, interesting I though. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but it's I, I think I think that you're right. There is gonna be a flip. I, I don't think I'm gonna be competing next year. I think granted I have I am riding a five game win streak, but part of that also is due to just the guys that aren't making it not caring enough. And then the guys that are at the top not playing, so yeah, it's 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 that weird. All right, where do you what do you, where do you go to unlock that extra twenty points you need to be in that playoff hunt throughout the year? Because it, it's tough keeping up with these top three, four teams, man. Well, it doesn't even matter. Like I I lost to Tyler by one point. I lost to no, you you don't count by, by three points. Like, I lost to Griffey by three points. Even if I win those games, I lost to Billy by two points. If I score an extra three points in those games, I'm in the playoffs, but I'm not scoring. I'm scoring 150 a game. They're scoring 170. Like, it doesn't matter if I get to the playoffs. I'm not going to win. In a two-game series, I'm not going to win. Like, we, it's going to be David – or no, it's going to be Griffey and Billy. Like, I, you haven't – do you think otherwise? What, what's your prediction? You take in so Tyler I'm, over I'm, Billy? I'm, I'm taking Ty to win it all. Uh, but strictly speaking on this, the first round matchups, I think the I, I think Billy is just going to be too strong over two weeks. If this was a one week, I would definitely have a lot more faith because there's enough top end for some of the guys that um, Griffey has. But yeah. Over two to do it back to back, like Deontay Johnson is not going to overcome the consistency that um, the receiving core of Billy, like those three guys that he has, is just ridiculous. What you got to hope for the only shot is Tyler Billy has a couple of their players just put up two or three, they have a, a 110 in week one. And then James or Griffey just go at even 150, 150. 
The only shot is if one of those have a bad, a really bad week, but okay, I think so I'm taking Billy over Tyler in the finals. That's going to be my prediction. Yeah. So looking at, looking at matchups, I think Josh Allen plays the Jets defense could be tough matchup, a spot there, but you've got Burrow on the other side playing Cleveland where that's more of like a rivalry type deal. And, you know, Burrow, I think steps up for those big type of games. And the stack with 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 Chase, I feel comfortable with that one. For but that's one week, you know. And what helps Griffey a little bit, something I'm not, I just noticed is since he's got digs, kind of eats away at some of that Josh Allen production a little bit. Um, so there's a little bit of that overlap there. It might be closer at like early, but I think overall, it's you're just gonna open up that stride and Billy's gonna take it away. This just Adams, Jefferson, and Waddle, if they just come out average, that's like, feels like 50 points right there. I'm thinking, Ramondi Stevenson's been on fire lately, but Harris is back. Even though some workload. Yeah. Everett Ingram, hit or miss. But yeah, I mean, one, but you never know. One, you never know. One guy slips out. One guy get one of these games ends up being a blowout, and your guy doesn't eat and sits the second half, and then that's yeah. that. You know, it's just it's just how these things always go, which is why I'm giving Griffey a sweet a fighter's chance. He's coming in with three wins, you know, three wins on the on the on the jump. Billy's coming in pride hurt. He lost to me and had a chance to really not could have knocked James out of the playoffs, but he let him have yeah. one. So it's it, on paper, yes. Billy could definitely just run away with it, but I think Griffey's got a chance. He just needs he just needs luck on his side. I don't yeah. think he's gonna get it. I'd say Billy. I mean, plus Billy plus fifteen. I agree. John Wolford, Latavius Murray, like those aren't gonna get it done. Adam Thielen, like you gotta just throw a a dart in there and. Hey, man. Quirrell Patterson, David Montgomery on buys. That hurts. Yeah, that'll hurt. But he's, you know, I think Griffey's still in the process of. If he had missed the playoffs, I think it would have been kind of part of expectations. So for him, getting there is he's in the right track. Might be a year too early. It's a year too early. All right. Um, So pick pick your early four for the playoffs next year. Oh, early Tyler, four. we got to agree. In going to be at the top. He's in. Um, I don't think Billy does enough to drop off. No, I, I agree. I, so I, I think if he just stays with, at worst, he adds another quarterback, right? And yeah, yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's had a first round pick in a while. But if he just finds a random quarterback, he would be. No, Billy's. I think seated top top three next year. Unless something catastrophic yeah. happens, um, I I I like I like Keenan. I like Keenan as well. I think Keenan's team. We have to under we have to remember that he didn't have Burks for most of the year. He picked up uh, Nuke and Kittle, who are going to be there. You know, or still going to have at least one or two years of production on them. Uh, White for Tampa Bay has shown starter next year end of the year so you're you're looking at that and honestly he might be able to 
He's got what Mariota on the Tyler bench. Boyd. He's he's got pieces that are there. Pickett Andy as a Pickett. young quarterback, so he can flip one of his one of his one of his quarterbacks. Is Daniel Jones might be a free agent, go somewhere else, stay with the Giants. Yeah. Either way, he's a starter next year. Keenan's team, I think, is going to be comfortably top three. I what I think is going to happen is it's going to be Ty, Billy, Keenan, and then you are. James and James are going to be fighting for that that fourth spot. I see that. I I still think you're in that conversation. I think with as many picks as you got, like let's see, you got 8, 11, 24, 30, 33, 34, 36. Like with that ammunition, you're either pulling off a trade or you're bound to hit on another Garrett Wilson or something. I put you in that conversation. Oh, Griffey um, as well. I can't it, it's it's a, well. it's a three or four team fight for that final fourth spot. I think I, I honestly think Keenan's team is going to take a big jump next year. I, I, I you know what? Yes, except Keenan is notorious for just having terrible valuations of players. Like, there's a chance he packages <laughs> his picks and like I don't know Kenny Pickett and he swings it for Derek Carr or something oh, stupid. Like you don't know. Are you, you trying to find a wild seed? card? You trying to plant those seeds? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Keenan? He's a wild card. Um, but, but yeah, I okay. Mean, he's he's. He's been hurt before, all right? So he's yeah. he's taken a smart approach with what he has. And I honestly think there's – he doesn't have many options to mess this up. The, his team is strong enough to where he, he's not going to just suck and need to shake things up. But also, I don't think it's going to be close enough to tie next year to where – Ty or Billy, I think he's going to be a distant three to where he's like, yeah. he's going to be comfortable in, in the playoffs. So I don't think he's going to be forced to make a move. It's just going to be how, what pieces he going to need. Cause I've always said he just needs another player or two on his bench that he can go to. Yeah. I still, Billy will be there next year. Jefferson, Waddle, Eckler, Allen aren't going anywhere. Remind, but like Devante, I feel like it's almost 30. Dalvin yeah. is starting and James Conner are starting to get to that wall and he just doesn't yeah. have anybody to backfill. So when they hit, they might drop off a cliff next year and then somebody gets hurt. Jefferson gets hurt. He's done. He's not like a bottom 60. He, he doesn't um, have any real youth on the bench either waiting. It's Tyler's it's, not going anywhere for years. All his players are under like 26. Yeah. And honestly, he's got, guys that have underproduced here on his bench too. So it's like Yeah. And Trey Lance who eventually probably get his shot. Right. Yeah. No, he's, I think look, we we know what um we know what uh he's he's got on that team. We 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 we've we we saw it on the bench for the last couple of years taking away. So <laughs> we, we we knew there was meat there. It's just after the few the moves that he made over the offseason this year it's it's evident so if he does if he doesn't pull this off this is how much stock i'm putting in him winning this year if he doesn't pull this off sam you can never be mad about choking the playoffs i'm not mad i've accepted it i know what i am (laughs) because ty has literally built this thing what what agree or disagree with the with the means that he used, but he spent the money right. 
Yeah. He was very frugal in, in, in these trade talks. Because it's not like he was picking on one guy. It's not like he was going to Ben no. and getting. He was pretty consistent with everything. And it's not like he was doing a bad job with, you know, free agency or trade with or um the draft or anything. So he's not a slouch. So and when when he tanked, who to get? CMC? No, nah, he had CMC. He just never played him. So he tanked, and who did he draft with that tank when he tanked that year? All I'm saying, no matter who it is, even if he didn't tank that year, whoever he drafted, if that person got hurt, he's still a top two team. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's not one player away. It's uh, he built this this tower. Oh, I'm yeah. taking Billy this year, Tyler next year. I'm taking uh, Tyler this year, Tyler next year, and then we'll Tyler. <laughs> It's it's tough because and it, things can change in an instant. You know, he might get yeah. the itch to just trade some players away. You know, so it's. I mean, we we looked at it. Uh, what was it? Andrew was playoff team, and now bottom of the league. So it it, ha- it flips so quick in this league. I was yeah. I was complaining about ideal lineup points is week two, week three. Talking about I have one win, but I was ranked. <laughs> you know, fifth or whatever. Now I'm sitting almost at 500. So it, it, it flips so quick. Yeah. It, it's drafting. You, you miss a couple first round picks or you hit on a first and a second. Like it turns, it takes two years for things to turn. So, yeah. Um, all right. Let's keep it under an hour. Cause I got to sign off cause my kids yelling. Um, any last final thoughts to leave the people with? I'm coming, you know, uh, yeah, I, I'm always visible in the league just to keep everybody engaged and all that. And I joke about James being a corrupt commission because he is, but he has built joke. something that's probably a really uh, one of the more engaged leagues that I'm in and very, very entertaining. So I appreciate him for that. He still sucks. I would <laughs> buoy to take over his place but he has built something here that has some some legs um but i'm coming all right give me a couple moves you know and and i'm, I'm there give me like four years i'm just playing but <laughs> it, it's teddy's coming for y'all i want y'all to know that but i still love right. you but i'm really only in it to beat james and right. sam you heard it here i, I want to Always beat Sam. I think I have a losing record against them, which isn't good. It's friendly rivalry. You know, cordial. You know it is. Yeah. Right. I love the silent thing. assassin. I love it too, man. We're engaged. It's going to turn. It's about time. Um, we'll leave the people with a suck it buoy. We get a suck it buoy. Suck it buoy. Suck it buoy. All right. See you guys. Peace.